0: god bless ladies and gentlemen god bless your brother jesse jarab here and this is christian thoughts interesting inspiring topics on being a christian but still being human ladies and gentlemen today is sunday january 20th 2019 a very very great day very beautiful day here in north carolina usa a very warm day well not very warm but a pretty warm day compared to the last few that we've been having but a beautiful day nonetheless today ladies and gentlemen we'll be having a brand new topic as you can tell today's topic is some assembly required Now, what do i mean by that you're probably thinking what do you mean jadek What do you mean some assembly required? Well, what do we think of when we think some assembly required? We think of something to build, something to put together. Maybe a new table, maybe a new uh, toy for your children. Uh, Maybe a new part of furniture for your living room. You know, all the commercials or many commercials have that phrase, some assembly required. And what... What comes with the toys? What comes with uh, uh, the tables? What comes with that furniture for you to put to put it together? Instructions, an instruction manual. Nobody reads the manual, right? That's a, a very famous, very famous phrase. Nobody reads the manual. Nobody reads the instruction book. But there is one instruction book that we should all, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, learn to read, and that is the Bible. The Bible, ladies and gentlemen, is the instruction book, the instruction manual of our lives, the instruction manual for our lives. And that, ladies and gentlemen, means a lot. So ladies and gentlemen, here we go with today's topic of Semba Semba Required. Um required? As always, or as usual, I should say not always, but usually, <laughs> let us start with a commencing prayer and we'll continue on. Dear Jesus, dear God, we give you thanks for another beautiful, wonderful day that you have allowed us to have. We give you thanks for another day, God, that you have allowed us to live another chance for us to know you for another chance for us to praise you another chance to to praise you here on earth another chance to come to be with our friends be with our family members be with whoever we're with thank you god for everything that you have allowed us to do Thank you for everything you're going to, going to allow us to do We ask that everyone who listens, may they be touched May they be, Lord, may they be transformed by your word May they be transformed by the topic May they learn something new about your word For your praise and for your glory In Jesus' name we pray and we give you thanks because we know it is done Amen and Amen So ladies and gentlemen, some assembly required As I said is today's topic And As I said the reason Is because The instruction manual Of our lives Is the bible Our life has Some assembly required Our life is Some assembly required And I mean that Metaphorically of course I mean that in the sense of Of thinking about it metaphorically. And thinking about it... uh, uh, in, In a way that... You never... You never seem to think much. But if you think about it... Really hard. Our life... Is some assembly required. And the only... Instruction manual that we can use for our lives... That would make sense... Is the Bible. The Bible says ironically <laughs> the bible says itself that god says if you love me you keep my commandments where are his commandments his commandments are in the bible what are his commandments we know the 10 commandments we all know the 10 commandments like thou shalt not kill thou shalt not steal thou shall not commit thou shall not um, Covet or or think about your neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not. Uh, thou shalt honor your father and mother. Love one another as you love yourself. Yeah. We all know those. But did you know that the Bible has more than six hundred commandments in it? Six hundred. Now you're probably thinking, how in the world is it possible for us to, to complete or to keep all 600 commandments? Well, the easiest way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying that it's possible because that's why God left us his grace. That's why we are living in a time of grace. Because God's grace still forgives us he f- still forgives us he still forgives our sins he still forgives us for what we do we st- he still forgives us for what what mistakes we do that we regret those that we regret that's the that's the difference between ladies and gentlemen thinking that's the difference between thinking or just saying forgive me and not regretting what you did In real life. That's the difference between saying... God forgive me. And God please forgive me. With all your heart. When you're saying it with all your heart. Because there is a difference. Because God only forgives you if you regret what you did. And if you know for a fact you're not going to go back to it. Some people believe and it's sad to say. But some people believe that once you say God forgive me you can go back to it and do it again that's not the way it works some people say oh I'm gonna sing today and God is gonna forgive me tomorrow and then I'm back on Monday or Sunday or I'll go back to what I was doing in the first place that's not how it works that is not how it works You might think, today is Sunday, I'm going to go to church, ask for forgiveness, and then tomorrow I'm going back to the club. Tomorrow I'm going back to sin. Tomorrow I'm going back to uh, uh, fornicating, I'm going back to adultery, I'm going back to drugs, I'm going back to alcohol. Tomorrow I'm going back to what I did, what I used to do, what I'm always doing. That's not the way it works. That's not the way God works. The Bible says, keep my commandments. Now, when God says, Keep my commandments, He literally means keep them. He means in the sense of keep them and follow them. Not keep them and just know them. Because I can know the whole Bible, but what does that help me with? You can. Know all the scriptures of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, ladies and gentlemen. But what benefit does it give you if you don't follow it? What benefit does it give us if we don't follow it? What benefit is it for us to know the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation from cover to cover? Ladies and gentlemen, as I heard a preacher once say, you can know the whole scripture, the whole Bible, from cover to cover, but my smartphone knows the scripture, knows the Bible from cover to cover, and that it doesn't benefit my smartphone. So it doesn't benefit me if I'm not following, if I'm not keeping the commandments of God, if I'm not trying to keep the commandments of God. And when I what what, what I was saying before was that it the the easiest way. It's to keep the most important. What's the most important? Love God above everything else. That's the most important. That's number one. And love your neighbor like yourself. That's number two. Those two, ladies and gentlemen, will easily make a pathway for the rest of the commandments. Because if you love God like the Bible says to, like the scripture says to, if we love God like the way we say we do, then ladies and gentlemen, following his commandments should be easy. If we love God, we're not going to sin. If we love God, we're going to try our best not to sin. And if we sin, we know we have a lawyer with Jesus Christ. And we know we, we can go to Jesus. We can go to God and ask for forgiveness and be regretful and be resentful, and He will forgive us because He is worthy to forgive us. The Bible says that His forgiveness is eternal. And once He forgives you, ladies and gentlemen, that's the the next thing. And the next thing is to not remind God about what you did yesterday because once he forgave you yesterday the Bible says that he throws your, that memory of your sin into the ocean into the sea of forgetfulness but don't remind him if you don't feel like you're forgive, forgiven well then just say God forgive me I don't feel like I am but I know that you are worthy to forgive and He will forgive you especially if you do it with all your heart if you ask for forgiveness with all your heart the Bible says that God does not reject a heart that is that is down that is rejected that is humbled God does not reject a humbled heart a heart that is humbled what is a heart that is humble a heart that is humble ladies and gentlemen is a heart that that knows what it did that is when you know what you did you regret it you resent it you ask for forgiveness you cry to God a heart that is humbled knows whose God is. Knows who God is. A heart that is humble, ladies and gentlemen, does not glorify in itself. A heart that is humble does not glorify in itself. I'm going to say that again. Why am I repeating it? Because, ladies and gentlemen, when we think... ...that I can sin today... ...and God is going to forgive me tomorrow... ...and then I can go back to it on Monday... ...or Tuesday... ...or if I can sin yesterday... ...and God is going to forgive me today... ...and then I'll go back to it tomorrow... ...because today today is Sunday... ...and that's the day of forgiveness... ...that's the day that we go to church... ...and we forget that we did all these sins... ...and go back to them tomorrow... ...then what are we really doing? Who are we... ladies and gentlemen... Who are we kidding? We're not kidding God. Because God knows our hearts. God knows our minds. If he knows you're just going to ask for forgiveness today. And then go back to it tomorrow. Well then don't expect that forgiveness. If God knows that you're just... Asking for forgiveness just because you're in front of a church, just because you're in front of the pastor, you just because you're in front of the bishop, just because you're in front of the deacon or something, ladies and gentlemen, God is not going to forgive you because he doesn't do it. Think about think about the story between the two that are pray that the the two that were praying, the one that was praying. But uh, I forgot what the story was called. But it was a story in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. The Pharisee and the tax collector, that's what it was. The Pharisee and the tax collector. One was praying, the Pharisee was praying, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, the story is in the Bible, it's in the book of Luke. If you look for it, it's in the book of Luke, chapter 18. And the book and, and the story goes, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm gonna, just going to paraphrase it here. The story goes that the Pharisee and the tax collector both went to the temple to pray. The Pharisee goes to pray and says, thank you, God, because I am not like ch- these cheaters, these liars. I'm not like the, co- the tax collector here. I'm not like... These other people that you don't like, the other people that are cheaters, liars, and deceivers, and just like this tax collector who, I don't know who he is, but he's a bad person, and all these things that he says. And the tax collector just humbly prays. He says, God, I thank you because I am a sinner and I am not worthy, but you love me anyway. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, let's read it. Let us read it. It's the Pharisee and the tax collector if you go with me to Luke chapter 18, verse 9. Luke chapter 18, verse 9. No, verse 10, excuse me. Luke chapter 18, verse 10. It was a parable, ladies and gentlemen, that Jesus was saying. And it says... The parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Let us read it. Verse 10 says, Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee and the other one was a despised tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you God that I am not like the other people. Cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I am certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give you a tenth of my income. Boasting is what he was doing, ladies and gentlemen. Boasting. Boasting on how good a a so-called Christian or what we today would call ourselves Christian would be. Oh that he fasts. He was boasting that he fasts. He boasting that he gives his his tithes. That his ten percent of his income. He, he he's boasting that he was not like cheaters, sinners and adulterers he's boasting that he's definitely not like the tax collector but look what the tax collector says ladies and gentlemen look what the tax collector praised. this is a humble prayer ladies and gentlemen the tax collector stood at a distance verse 13 and dare not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed instead he beat his chest in sorrow saying oh God be merciful to me for I am a sinner I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. That's what Jesus said. Jesus says, I tell you, this sinner, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So you must be like them, ladies and gentlemen. Remember like that that is the example I'm giving we must not be like the Pharisees and just because ladies and gentlemen people are watching me pray or people are watching you pray and people are watching and saying and and, and saying oh what a good Christian he is he's praying for his sins just for you to boast just for you to say or for other people to say that you're a good Christian but you're going to be a sinner on Monday might as well not even pray might as well not even go to church No, I take that back. Might as well not even pray for forgiveness. Still go to church. Because church is what's going to change you. Church is what's going to... Well, not church, but God is going to change you while you go to church. God is going to change you if you keep going to church. Ladies and gentlemen, we must be like the tax collector, not like the Pharisee. We must be humbled when we pray. We must humble ourselves. As I said, that God does not reject a humbled heart, a contrited heart, a heart that is upset and humbled. A heart that humbles itself before God is a heart that will be exalted. Jesus just said it. Jesus said it in Luke chapter 18 verse 14 those who will exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted in other words those who humble themselves will be put on high will be justified by God and those who think that just because I'm praying and just because I'm praying in front of the pastor and in in front of the bishop they're going to think or they're going to say that I'm a good Christian. Those who think and boast and think that they will be exalted will be humbled. So ladies and gentlemen let us humble ourselves. Let us keep God's commandments. Keep God's commandments How do I do that? Well I said it before Love God That's the number one commandment you need to keep Love God above all things Above all things Put him at the top of your list As I always say Make God your number one priority of your life And then everything else comes after Whereas my, or as my father used to always say, put God first, God second, God third, and then the rest comes after. It should be God, 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 and then the rest. Why was he saying it like that? He was basically trying to say, put God above everything, before anything. And then and then ladies and gentlemen put everything else. Put your neighbors after. Love God, then love your neighbors as you love yourself. Let us not be like that tax collector, ladies and gentlemen. Who despised his neighbor? Who despised the tax collector? Who despise ladies and gentlemen The cheaters, adulterers and sinners God doesn't despise the sinners He loves the sinners But hates the sin I say this all the time It's like that uh, that topic when I talked about How people say that God hates God hates God doesn't hate God hates sin That's the only thing he hates People in the, around, around the world that don't know God, they say that God hates sinners, that God hates uh, 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 homosexuals, that, that God hates the LGBTQ community, that God hates everything that they do or, or they, they hate them because of what they do. No, on the contrary, he hates what they do, yes, but he doesn't hate them. He loves them. He died for them. He gave his life for them. God doesn't hate anyone. He loves us all. He died for us all. Jesus came and gave his life for us all. Not just for the Christians. Not just for the Catholics, not just for the Baptists, not just for the Pentecostals, not just for, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, what do you call these, (laughs) Jehovah's Witness, there we go, not just for them, not just for Americans, for everyone, Jesus came and died for everyone, for the Jew and the Gentile. Who are the Gentiles? We are the Gentiles. Because we are not Jewish. We are not the chosen of God. But he still loves us. He still died for us. We are not his first pick. If you will. The Jewish people were his first pick. His first people. And then he went to the Gentiles. Which is us. Those who are not Jewish. So... God loves everyone, ladies and gentlemen. He died for everyone who is on this earth. Everyone who calls themselves Christian and everyone who considers themselves a human. He died for all of us. We are some assembly required. The Bible Ladies and gentlemen, can talk about each part of life, no matter how you look at it. It talks about every part of our lives. It talks about how to be a kid to how to be an adult. The instruction manual. Nobody reads the manual. Right? Nobody reads the manual, so of course nobody's going to read this manual. Nobody's going to read the Bible because nobody reads the manual. We want to do life on our own. We want to put a table together on our own. We want to put a toy together on our own. We don't want to read the manual. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to read the manual. It is time for us to read the Bible. It is time for us to read the Bible exactly as it is written. We are some assembly required. We are... We are, ladies and gentlemen, some assembly required in the sense of how to live our lives. How to fix our lives. How to fix our lives, ladies and gentlemen. In the sense of we need to fix our lives on according to how the Bible tells us to fix our lives. We need to fix our lives according to how the Bible says we should. How the Bible says we should that is how we should fix our lives if everybody read the manual this world wouldn't be as bad as it is if everybody read the manual which is the bible this world would be so much better if everyone read the manual the way it should be read ladies and gentlemen this world would be so much better so ladies and gentlemen let us read the manual. Let us see what else God has to say. We already read and we already said that God does not re- uh, deny or reject a humbled heart. We already said, we already read that, that, that God denies, that God does deny an exalted heart. A heart that a person or a heart that thinks that they are highly of themselves. We need to be humbled. We need to be, we need to come to God, humbled, not exalted, humble. We need to come to God the way he wants us to come to him. Humbled. A humbled heart with a humbled spirit. Knowing that he is God, as the Bible says. Whoever comes to God must come to him, knowing that he is. Knowing that he's what? Knowing that he is God. Knowing that he exists. That's how we should come to God every day. Keep His commandments. How? Love Him above everything else. Love your neighbor. Once you do those two things, the rest of the commandments are easy to do because once you love God, you don't want to sin. Once you love God, you don't want to go. You don't want to turn back to you, to the world. Once you love God. Nothing else matters. Everything else falls into place. Once you love God, once you keep His commandments, everything else falls into place. The Bible says it. Seek God first in the kingdom and everything else will be added on. Everything else will be added on. You know what that means? That means we don't even need to ask for, ask God For our dreams to come true Because once we do Once we love God Once we follow him Once we seek him That already happens It happens like clockwork He already knows our dreams He already knows what we want He already knows our dreams Our our aspirations He already knows who we are What we want What we need in our lives So what we need to do is, ladies and gentlemen, find him. Seek him. It's not seek him because he is lost. It's not seek seek him because he is lost or he is forgotten. It's seek him because he wants you to find him. He wants you to see. He wants to see if you love him enough to seek him seek him because he deserves to be found. He deserves to be seeked. He deserves to he is worthy of praise. How is he worthy of praise? He gave you life. He gave you life. Your mother, your father your your parents could have killed you, could have aborted you before you came. Because apparently it's legal. Something could have happened to you the past few years. The past few days. The past few hours. And you're still here. You're still listening to me. He gave you life. He gave you another day. He is worthy to be praised. It might, might it might not be the most greatest day. It might not be for you. The best day in the world. It may not be ladies and gentlemen. Your birthday. Or it may not be christmas it may not be your most favorite day but it's a day that he made it's a day that he allowed you to live so many accidents so many car accidents so many uh, uh, um, hospital accidents so many ways i don't know if somebody if, if 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 anyone remembers that show i don't know if they still give it ten thousand ways to die or a thousand ways to die something like that it was called a thousand ways to die or ten thousand ways to die something like like that could have happened to you could have happened to me and yet God hasn't allowed it because he still wants you to listen he still wants you to know that he loves you he still wants you to know that he's there he still wants you to know that Santo de Dios he still wants you to know that he cares for you, that you that he is not done with you, that he is not finished with your life. That he's that his plans are still intact for your life. His plans are still intact for your life. He wants you to know that. That you are still in his plans. That he is not done with you. You may have attempted suicide and it didn't go it didn't go well. You're still alive. You hurt yourself maybe, but you're still alive. You may have attempted other ways. You you may not want to live anymore. But God loves you enough for you to hear this. For you to know that he loves you. Trust me. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you my friend Do not kill yourself I've been there I've attempted suicide ladies and gentlemen I've attempted it How I failed because God wanted me here He wanted me to talk to you I've attempted suicide On more than one occasion Like my wife she'll tell you I've attempted it But I'm still here Why? Because God wanted me here God wanted me to talk to you God wanted me to tell you that he loves you enough to keep you alive he loves you enough to to allow you to become part of this holy family of this glorified family of this family of Jesus Christ he wants you to know that You you are some assembly required because you need to read the manual for you to know how much he loves you The manual, the the Bible will tell you ladies and gentlemen How to live your life You have questions about sex It's in there You have questions about why we shouldn't do adultery It's in there David attempted it King David fell into adultery And fornication You want to know about why Why we feel bad why, how, you, how you make yourself feel better It's in there It's in the manual Read the manual Ladies and gentlemen We are not done Ladies and gentlemen God is not done with you God still has a plan for you Read The manual This has been Christian Thoughts ladies and gentlemen A very short topic Straight to the point May God bless your day, your night And the rest of your week Remember ladies and gentlemen God loves you I love you in 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 the name of Jesus I love you with the love of the Lord I don't hate nobody God doesn't allow me to hate anybody Even my enemies I don't hate them I don't hate any of my enemies The devil wants me to hate my enemies Because he is my enemy as well But I don't hate him either I know his time is coming up Just like God knows And he knows his time is almost up So No need to worry No need to fret ladies and gentlemen God loves you God has a plan for you Just read the manual. It'll tell you how to live. God bless. And until next time, this is Christian Thoughts. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to support Christian Thoughts, just go to anchor.fm slash JCT to support us monetarily, to support us money wise, to support us as a loyal listener. Subscribe follow like however you want to call it god bless and thank you for listening